You are now listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And I'm your host, Antonio Knox. And today, we have a special guest, Smith. What's up? <laughs> it was good, brother. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. It's glad to have you on. Good to be here, bro. Very happy to be here. Yes, yes, yes. It's a pleasure. And um, I'm sure everyone is going to enjoy this conversation here. I'm ready. Um, for those people who may not know who Smith is, could you give us an uh, introduction? Yeah. Uh, like you said, my name is Smith. Uh, I'm an artist from Northchesterfield, Virginia. Um, kind of based in Richmond, Virginia. So, right, you know, same area. But, um... That's who I am. I'm part of Kids at Play, and uh, that's really me. Yeah, performer, artist, I do it all. Yeah. yeah. So, how did you get your start? Um, I got my start uh, through the ciphers through Rap Elite. Uh, yeah, I hit Radio B up. Uh, he kind of gave me my first opportunity at VU. It was like a hip hop symposium platform. Ricky Parker had to kind of put it together. <laughs> um, so I pulled up and I was, it was a lot of heavy hitters. They were, I don't know, bro. I was like 16 or so. He's like, there's a lot of heavy hitters, bro. You got to come prepare. It was like Fly Anakin was rapping. Uh, Big Radio was in the cypher. Kane was in the cypher. Michael Williams was there. But that was my first time because I had been fans of these guys. So it was my first time being in person with them and also performing in the city. Yeah. So pulled up, did that. Um, I have a funny little story about that. I, I actually had planned out to diss like three, like like Fly Anakin, Michael Millions, and uh, damn, it was somebody else. Damn, so you're trying to go that 50 Cent route? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna pull up. I'm like, how do I get them to remember me, respect me, kind of like fuck with the energy? I was like, yeah. So I'm gonna pull up. So I, I spit my little diss and Fly Anakin. He came up. He was like, you know, he mad chill and shit. He, fuck with that shit bro now a lot of people would get up and do that shit i fuck with that michael millions came out he damn he was like yeah i fuck with that shit so yeah it was cool like that was my first time i, I kind of got showed love in the city and got to show off what i did um and then ever since that uh you know that kind of throughout that year i think that was like 2018 i kept doing more ciphers more ciphers and then that led up to me actually winning the the opener uh slot for flag on the moon four i think it was uh so i did flag on the moon four and that was my first opportunity to really show my music and my performance style and what I want to do uh, with my art. So it's my first opportunity in the city. And then ever since then, I kind of uh, just kept building kids at play with my, my team, just kept building kids at play and uh, gone on to do our own shows. I, I dropped my, my debut mixtape, North Chesterfield. Um, and then in this year, 2021, dropped the deluxe version of that. Um, and we've been, been doing shows all, all year. It's yeah. getting bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah. Now y'all definitely getting bigger and better. Always. <laughs> Always. There's like 10 of us now. It's crazy. <laughs> Started with crazy. me and, and Earth Tone, and now it's like 10 of us. It's crazy. That's it's, amazing. It's, um, it's beautiful. That's a testament to like what you guys are creating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So do you remember that moment when you first decided to step into this direction to become an artist, to become a musician? Um. Yes and no. I don't know. I don't know when it clicked, for real. Uh, I remember writing songs because we would, me and the homies, we would rap in school. Like we would, we would write little verses, kick them at lunch, kick them in the classroom, and stuff like that. That was before rapidly, before I was doing any of that. And then I remember eventually writing my first song, and then writing, which your first song isn't the one you put out. <laughs> it's like you write your first song, 
you sit with that for a while and then you get to that one you're like i'm ready to put it out so i i i i made my first song not wrote but like the first song i completely made put that out on soundcloud and i remember it was like 2017 i think it's like july 4th or july 5th around the or i think maybe july 3rd i put it out because i remember on july 4th i was looking at the streams on soundcloud because that was like sound like peak soundcloud era so i was i was putting stuff out through there and i remember i don't know i i I think it was an algorithmic thing i don't know if that's how the word i think that's what it was but it like blew up my first song i ever put out and that shit blew up like i think i was refreshing on like july 4th and it was like six thousand listens already i'm like shit i think it it got up to like ten thousand, like that first month or whatever yeah i was like damn and that was the first time that I was like, damn, it's possible. Like, I can do it. Yeah. Um, so God, the algorithm, whatever helped me, whatever, like, proved to me that it was possible, thank you. Because that, that's kind of what kept me going. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if, if those views wouldn't have showed and that instant gratification wouldn't have been there. I don't know if I would have really kept going. Because yeah. after that, uh, I was already in. Like at, like, at that point, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And even when the views and the listens wouldn't come, I just remember back to that first time where I was like, no, it's possible, though. Mm -hmm. It is possible, right? I don't know why this got 200 listens, but I know I can get 10K because I just did. Yeah. So I just kind of, that's kind of what's fueled me this whole time is that I know that it's out there and it's possible. Yeah. And that's kind of where my progression and drive has kind of come from, I think, is that I I know it's there and I know I'm supposed to be there. Yeah. 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 I remember reading a book a couple years ago and it spoke about, like, good omens and bad omens yeah <clears throat> and basically like when you do something there are signs around like the things that you do so like mm. when you started your career there right. were good signs like when you put your music out there right, were right, good right. signs indicating that you should continue to go forward right you should right. continue to go in the direction that you're going because it's m- many great things can happen along the journey when for sure when and you I, choose yeah, that direction i'm a very firm believer in that. yeah, yeah. and I, I saw like a couple weeks ago you sp- posting like um what is it uh angel numbers mm-hmm. angel numbers and yeah. it seems like you are really uh keen to like looking out for signs yeah. in that too um our whole team is very sign based mm-hmm. and you know you believe what you want i believe in i believe in a lot of different things um i believe in those signs i believe in god i believe in you know i i kind of i i have a belief system that kind of works for me um, and I look out for those things and I try to be pretty in tune with myself spiritually and also what the universe and the world's trying to, to show me. Yeah. I try to listen to that. Um, and honestly, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not completely where I want to be with that, but I, I recognize that it's a very important part of, you know, our human experience. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So let's talk about the formulation of Kids at Play. Yeah. You know, because you said it started with two people, you and Earth Tone. It did, yeah, And yeah. now you have a group of 10 individuals. 10, yeah. So and I'm going to say all their names <laughs> in a few seconds, and I'm hoping I get them. I'm going to try to get them. I might look off camera. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, it was me and Earth, uh, and we uh, – weren't shit <laughs> like like to be honest it was uh me doing my music and us doing the videos and things like that and him just helping me with every single thing we wanted to do um and I knew I wanted to be an artist and I and he knew he wanted to be an artist but he didn't quite know what he wanted to do he so he had produced he had rapped he had done he had held the camera he kind of did everything and then 
just in this past uh, year or so, he really took to DJing and uh, live sound, and he's been killing that. Yeah. Like, he's the best at it. Uh, yeah. I I'm a firm believer in that. He's he's the guy. Mm -hmm. He's the one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was us. And then through high school, we we just kind of developed a, a friend group. Um, and those friend that friend group kind of ended up having kind of seeing what we were doing and slowly getting more and more involved and in, in just helping what we wanted to do creatively and what we wanted to do with Kids at Play. Mm -hmm. um, and so part of that friend group was Jacob, JPM, J. Louie, um, Earth. Is that everyone that was in the group? Yeah. So yeah, that was like those that turned into like the four four of us, four or five of us that were kind of they were helping us just on our projects, um, videos we were doing things, set building stuff like that, um, and as time went on, they they just got more and more involved, more and more involved. I that it was 2019. I f I went to New York for a film festival because that's what I did in high school. So my documentary got selected whatever went to new york met nhp because his film also got put in the film festival so we we took to each other we were like yeah we we kind of we, we we both saw we were fly we were like okay let's talk to each other and he asked me i said i make music he says are you a rapper like you make music or you make like soundcloud rap like what and i, and I showed him my music and he was like okay no this is really good we we're like okay word so we, we ended up being in the same hotel, and we were on a school trip. Shout out Miss Burnett. I don't really know how much you know, but uh, we were on a school trip, So and we were staying at a hotel, so we had to sneak out of the hotel because we weren't supposed to. So it was like 2, 1, 2 in the morning. We're like three blocks from uh, Times Square. So we snuck out, and that's kind of how the Hammer Pants video became what it did. Um, so that was my first interaction with, with, NHP, with NHP. And so that, that next year... We stayed in contact, put the video out, whatever. Next year, 2020, January 1st, we sat down. Uh, that friend group sat down. Uh, we had some girls, like, you know, like like our, our girlfriends and stuff. They left, and it was just the guys. Um, and we sat down at Jacob's mom's house, and we looked at each other, and we are like, okay. J. Louie, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, we bullshit. He said, we bullshit. He said, there's no reason kids at play shouldn't have a website, shouldn't have, because this is stuff that me and Jacob kind of, uh, well, not even yet, not even yet. Uh, me and Willem, or goddamn, me and Earth. I'm sorry, I'm putting everybody <laughs> legal out there. <sighs> that's that's some stuff that me and Earth had talked about that we really wanted to get merch rolling, to get the website going, things like that. So we sat down. We said we bullshit. Louis like we need to do these things. Jacob said, okay, let me step in. Let me do some more business side of the stuff. Louis said, let me do some more like graphics. And he actually is the one who designed our, our balloon logo. Um, so that year, that, that, that year of 2020, we locked in and we started going hard. So that, that, uh, January, we got the website up February, Noah came back. We shot, uh, five or six videos, or that was the first time we actually came to Richmond, shot five or six videos in, in, in like five days, uh, just to put out throughout the year. Uh, then COVID happens, we locked down, but we all got in the studio. We made North Chesterfield happen, ended up putting that out. Noah came back in August. We did Highway 47, uh, did that big production. Um, and then by that time, Noah's like, I need to move here. He's like, I, th I think this is where I need to be. Um, and, and we need to 
get kids to play off the ground and get it really going um, on a visual side, a content side, and now he's kind of on a marketing side as well. So our team really got formulated at the top of 2021. Um, Noah got here, and and we started rolling hard, just going crazy. Yeah. Um, and so now it's ten of us. It's it's myself, Smith, uh, Marquise, Quincy, JPM, Louie, Earth. Jacob's cousin, B Dog, Vaughn, Noah, and HP, and uh, H3 Riz, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Solis. Yeah, y'all Man, got, many y'all got names. a team. Yeah, we got we got a hundred names for ourselves too. So that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. You know the the power of team and the power of delegation. Right. So one person doesn't have to do one thing. Right. All themselves. You have have this team. And you kind of come together as like the Avengers ultimately. Yeah. No, we were. That's <laughs> crazy. We were just talking about that. We are definitely the Avengers. <laughs> that's incredible, bro. Right. Y'all definitely going to go far if y'all continue to stay together mm-hmm. and like work together. I know that. Yeah. So can we speak too about like your first mixtape? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. North Chesterfield. Right. Like in how that was, how that came to to be, mm. and kind of like a little a little bit about the process. Yeah. Um, Lord. So, yeah, I had some songs together, and I was like, I need to drop I need to drop something. I need to get these songs out. COVID happens, and we're all on lockdown. But around that time, we're also like, okay, well, it's work time. There's nothing else to do. Excuse me. Sorry. Mm, excuse me. So around that time, we're like, okay, we're kids at play. We we know that much. We know we have all this music, and we know we need to, to keep going, even though the world is not going at all. So we start uh, something called Live from the Pantry, and that was basically like a, a YouTube series about, I don't know, our skits and vlog-style stuff, um, just kind of documenting what we were doing at the time, uh, something for us to continue to do creatively. Create creatively <laughs> keep keep our creativity going um but then also something to just keep fans engaged and keep people engaged while they're at home uh so we started doing that and, and that name comes from marquise and quincy's uh crib it, we, we made everything in, in their pantry mm-hmm. in their parents house um and that's actually where north chesterfield ended up being made uh because that's where the computer setup was in there so throughout that summer of of 2020 we were just locked in a pantry um filmed the whole process we have everything filmed kind of have a documentary put together um but that was really the process was just us eight being together every single day through covid um and only seeing each other um and just coming together as friends because that was the first time um that all of us were together as friends as kids at play Coming together as a company, coming together as a, a as a you know a creative house, coming together um, musically created, uh, just coming together. That was our our you know as bad as that year was, that was a beautiful year for us because we were able to come together and really get to know each other, um, on so many different levels. Uh, so that's that's where uh, Kids at Play was made, and that's also where North Chesterfield was made, just being locked in throughout COVID, getting that done, and then. Um, putting it out was all was all you know through COVID yeah so what was that process like afterwards because after 
you know, making North Chesterfield or just kind of like in the process of you guys started to like just do shows and right. just many different types of events. Yeah. And it seemed like within like the city, you guys started to create like a big buzz yeah. for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, afterwards was kind of a blur, <laughs> to be honest. I just remember we got it out. Uh, promo was rolling because we had got a lot of different artists uh, involved and making posters for each track. That's kind of how we rolled out the so- the songs um, and rolled out the track list and also rolled out the project. It was kind of killed a lot of birds with one stone type of thing. Um, so we really focused in on rollout and just what we could do with social media. And I think that was one thing that really got a buzz up um, was keeping that daily engagement of I posted every single day. Mm-hmm. Like I posted every single day with new content, a skit, a poster, and a song, and a preview of the song. So people were getting a, a, a big like chunk of creativity every single day leading to the full project. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of the engagement came from that. Um, and then by the time it was time to like start easing back outside, people were so acquainted to what we were doing on social media that it translated so well because people were eager to get outside and start doing small little events like album releases and like little shows. Um, our first show that we did was actually not until 2021. Mm-hmm. So throughout putting putting the project out, we couldn't really even do anything till the next year, yeah. um, which was kind of hard. Yeah. But it was just all about easing back outside, you know, getting used to to being in a, a small, uh, even a small crowd was kind of scary at that point, but easing back into to doing live music with everybody being in masks yeah. and everybody being social distance, like that was a whole new concept that we were trying to, okay, how do we adapt? And that was really the whole process through being in COVID, being through lockdown, and then coming back outside. Is like kids at play being able, you know, every artist and kids at play as a whole being able to adapt to what the world was. That was that was our superpower, I think, and that was the only thing that kept us stable and and, and growing buzz rather than declining in buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the people who adapt are the people who are the ones who continue to stay alive, yeah. continue to thrive, and continue to go forward with like anything in life. Yeah. So uh, that's amazing that you guys saw like what was going on and became adaptable right. to like the times. It's like, what do we do? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like can't can't get in person, so we gonna have to just we gonna have to hit them where we can. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Like those backyard concerts was like crazy. Yeah. I also saw like I, I think I went to like either the first one or the second one. Uh-huh. But I also saw like you guys continue to do it like afterwards, and it seemed like the crowds got larger and larger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did that feel? Bro. I tweeted something. I was, everyone's posting their, their, their Spotify wrapped, and I've had a weird year with music. I, I put out, like, the deluxe, so I put out really, like, two new songs, mm-hmm. and then I guess now, at the time of this interview, now drug use is out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I've only dropped three or four songs, so I, I, haven't really, I haven't really cared too much about, like, my Spotify numbers and stuff like that, but I tweeted. I said the only numbers I'm tripping off, and I posted pictures, and I'm like, bro, crowds are crazy bro. like the crowds have been beautiful bro i've i love doing the shows i love playing with the band um and going from like complete nothing like live music being nothing yeah. to now seeing what we were able to cultivate through the top of the year and, and then into the summer with orange ice like bro it's beautiful yeah. like i'm so blessed and happy to be here and um yeah bro i don't know i i love it i love yeah. it <laughs> It seems like COVID was a blessing for you guys. Yeah, and, a, and yeah, in many ways, kind of like strangely. Yeah, because it, it I, it's you to grow. 
it feels so like bittersweet to say that because yeah. we did have losses in our family honestly like t- to be real i had i had a loss in my family um but it showed on a personal level it showed the importance of family too yeah it showed the importance in, of of what of what um what matters you know when you don't have it what you really care about yeah. but then it was also a blessing for the kids to come together so yeah, it, it was a lot of blessing in disguise moments. Yeah. Yeah. So, so two things. Um, during the process of making North Chesterfield mm. to coming into 2021, you dropped the night yeah. out of it. I w- did. Why did you drop? Why did you drop the last night? Yeah. Huh. Well, I think, okay, so I didn't want to put the deluxe out, right? Um, we were in a situation where I needed to make a deluxe, kind of some like label talk a little bit, something that kind of fell through. Um, so I made the deluxe based on that um, because that's what they wanted was was that I, I needed to put a deluxe version. That was part of the deal that we were kind of like discussing. So I made these songs and the deal falls through and I'm like, well, damn, I still have these songs, but I'm really ready to move on. I really want to get to what I see for myself, which is like using more of my voice, getting more into production, changing my writing, changing my style. Like I just, I had a vision for where I wanted to be. And I think that all went into the name change a little bit, which honestly it didn't change too much, but I, I'm still the same person, you know what I mean? But I put out the deluxe and I was like, yeah, I like it. And the songs are really good, but that's not where I see myself being. And I, uh, interesting enough had the opportunity to really cultivate who th- that person is through working with the band yeah. so y'all haven't really even got to see too much of where I'm going yet yeah. just because the only time you've got to see that is at the live shows that's yeah. the only place I've been able to show my progression and who I am Yeah. Um. but yeah I don't know I, I hope that I think that maybe answers the question Yeah. I think I'm just I'm ready to move on Um. I see I like the symmetry of Smith. Yeah. I don't know, that Y in the middle, mm-hmm. I, it creates a nice symmetry. It's all capital letters. It's just a nice stamp. I just see me able, if I, if I made a stamp out of it, I can just stamp it on everything I do. Yeah. And that's how I see m- where my name is right now. Yeah. Because I want to do everything. Yeah. I came up doing film. Um, I'm interested in, in, in doing film, modeling, acting, uh, obviously the music side. Also, on the music side of things, I also see myself as a producer as well. So I, I, I just want to put my stamp on everything I do. Yeah. So that's kind of where that name comes from. That's that's what I see for it. Yeah, no, I like it, bro. Yeah. I love it, bro. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. You know, you, you spoke about labels. Yep. Could you tell me what is Nevada Records? Yeah. So Nevada Records is, is uh, it's a label I'm on right now. Uh, it's just an indie label based in Las Vegas. Um, and that's that's where I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. Recently signed that deal. Yeah. What so. was that? What was that process like? Scary, honestly, bro. <laughs> like, and this is me being candid, bro. It was scary because I, I had been through a label situation at the top of the year and uh, like, yeah, top of the year, I'd say. Um, and it wasn't like what you imagine. Right. It's like you imagine like you're in a room, you're popping champagne. It's like, oh, my God, <laughs> we made it. We made it. And it was kind of a reality check. Um 
for the industry as we were moving, uh, Jacob and myself were, were moving together through that and really learning the in and outs of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a reality check, like, no, this is kind of what it's like, especially with somebody um, just where my success level is right now. It's like we really had to reevaluate what we wanted. Um, and so honestly, I wasn't looking for a deal. Um, but then this this opportunity came across and, and it, it provided resources that I, I thought made sense. So that's that's why we ultimately went with with Nevada. Yeah. Now that you're signed, what happens now? Um, I mean, honestly, like, I think people have this thing in their head that that everything changes, right? But I, I'm really it's it's more the same, bro. More the same at a way bigger level. Um, I think uh, the people at Nevada. Um, shout out Nigel Zeller. Shout out Amy Stevenson. Um, I think they really kind of see my vision, and that's the part of why I went with them. Um, that's a kind of cool thing. Uh, NHP's dad actually knew Amy Stevenson. She's a head A and R over there, so that's kind of how that whole connection happened. We met in New York, did a couple studio sessions, and just through those sessions, they were really able to see where I was coming from, and I got to know them as well. And I think that's that's really where we start from here is like they provide the resources I need they get you know the billboards they get the the posters and uh, on playlists and all that type of stuff all those like things that just artists need they kind of handle that and kids at play still makes everything Um, so that's kind of how the deal set up is like I have a record deal Smith as the entity has a record deal with them and then it's a partnership deal with kids at play yeah Um, so more the same at a bigger level I, I get the music out get consistent with the music um and that's really my plan that's our plan i don't want to get into everything yeah. but generally that's the plan yeah you have a song that just dropped out yep that just came out yes sir could you speak to that process and the evolution of, of smith with that record yeah um so drug use is out now um and yeah i pushed myself bro I'm very happy with this one. Um, I, I produced everything on that on that track, so I, I produced the whole thing. Michael Millions did the mixing and mastering for it. Um, but that's like that direction I talk about that I, I want to go. Like I, I I think it's very very big, very monumental. I like like groundbreaking. Like I don't know. But I think that's that's where I want to go. You know, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, and this is my first time really producing something all the way through. Uh, but I, this is the vision that I have for myself is, is, is getting to this beyond just rap beyond, um, kind of the limits that I've put myself in and other people have boxed me into whether that shows or not. I I feel the boxes that people kind of have set up for me. And my whole thing is, is getting out of those boxes and looking at those boxes and realizing like that's not shit. Like those boxes aren't real. They don't exist. Yeah. Um, so that's kinda that's kinda the mission that I set out when I made that record was like I was in the studio, I've been playing guitar a little bit and I was like, let me let me break all the rules and just make something really cool by breaking all the rules. Mm. And that's that's what I did, I think. Yeah. I accomplished that. Yeah. I think that was the mission. That was like the experiment. I did it and I think I made it. I, I did it. Yeah, no, I definitely I feel that. It. I can't yeah. wait to listen to it in the the whip. Yeah, <laughs> no, that shit goes crazy. I can't, I can't wait to perform it, bro. I can't wait to perform it. When do you think it's? 
when do you think the first time you're going to be able to perform that song? Um, is, is it something to play with that? Yeah, we got a show. Uh, I mean, at this point, I'm hoping that the show already happened by the time this comes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a show planned, so yeah. I'm hoping I, I can I can do it there. Yeah. yeah. See how the people react. See how the kids react. <laughs> so that's the that's the kids. That's yeah. the, the name of the the people who who follow you. That's yeah. I always say, um, when that when people come to shows, I say, if you're in the show, you're a kid. Because people come up to us and like, bro, you, you got y'all got that energy. Y'all make me feel like a kid again, and I that's what I that's what I like to say is like, if you're in the building, you're at a kids to play show. We the kids. Yeah. If you support, if you if you have, and you can be seventy years old, but you got that that spirit and and, and you got that um that energy. You a kid. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's right. a, it's ages. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all mental. Yeah. It is. It yeah. really is. For sure. Does the album? Do you have a, a name for the album? Uh, I don't put that out. <laughs> I don't put that out quite yet, bro. You getting all the? You trying to get all the <laughs> info, bro? Not first, quite bro. yet. Not quite yet. Um, honestly, I uh, I have a few names floating around in my head, um, but I gotta pick something. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you see for yourself and the team the next three to eight years? Whoa. Um. There's endless possibilities, I think. Um, I know that we are going to expand. I, I know like that's that's just something that's already kind of in the works. Is like that's already happening. Um, we're gonna expand. We're gonna grow our brand. Um, but I think the more exciting thing than Kids at Play is what the individuals in Kids at Play will be at. And I think that's almost a question that I would love to ask every single one of them because it's like we all as we're in kids at play and 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 bringing all these different uh bringing all these different bases into kids at play from our our individuality of what we do i think we're creating our own brands mm-hmm. jake i mean look yeah, at you, yeah. know, you had jacob on here yeah you know what he's about mm-hmm. with with the fashion and and different artist management and creative direction yeah. and then nhp you'll have him on here soon yeah, but with, with his with his marketing mind his business mind um along with his creative mind and what he's been able to do on TikTok and building his brand. Mm-hmm. I, I think Earth Tone, I mean, bro, yeah. it's like, I, I think in three to six or how, whatever that number was, yeah. it's like, we're all going to be able to be self-sustainable. We're all going to have our own careers and, and really be maximizing um, what our, our individual brands are. Yeah. 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 I could definitely see that. I think that's, I think that's the future of, of us 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. That For you sure. all can come together as a group, but also be able to be self-sufficient by yourself. Right. That's incredible. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's the best part of what makes what makes kids a play. Kids a play. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So typically, we like to end the episode with the person leaving a gym for anybody to take. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. What is something that comes to mind that you think would be beneficial to the audience? Something inspiring. This song and where my album is going is built on fear and what fear is. Um, and I have something on my lock screen that really, I, I think I think Jacob might have come up here and talked about fear a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think that's kind of like a very big theme of what drug use is and what the album is going to be is is fear and not letting fear stop you, realizing what fear is and because that song is a fear about uh, of ego 
that's really what it's about and how how ego can be a drug and that goes into the second half of the song with me saying that's gonna get you hurt because a lot of those a lot of the 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 boasting and, and the, the, the bravado or whatever it is, a lot of the, the, you know, feeling yourself that I'm talking about in that first half of the song, that's going to get you hurt, bro. Yeah. It's like, if you don't manage that, if you don't figure out what that is, because that really, that's the insecurity. That's a fear. If you don't figure that out, that's going to get you hurt. Like I say in the second half. So I think thinking about ego, thinking about yourself, looking, looking yourself in the mirror and say, what do I fear? Why do I fear it? And how do I overcome that and not let it stop me from doing everything I've ever wanted to do? Mm. That's something that everyone needs to have that conversation with themselves. Yeah. Get a journal, write it down, look in the mirror, talk to yourself. It's not weird. Yeah. We need that as people. Yeah. I've have, I've have on my lock screen, bro. I have a box that I try to check every day. Every situation. Let me clear my lock screen. I got all types of notifications. <laughs> Can I hold up to a camera? <laughs> yeah. Which camera? That one. This one? Yeah. Just pull it back. Chill. <laughs> All types of notifications, man. You good? Yeah. Fear stopping you? Yes or no? Check boxes. I try to take no every day. Every time I gotta make a decision, every time I gotta push a boundary, I try to look at that and I, I try to check that no box. Don't ever let fear stop you. It's all possible. You can get there. Yeah. That's my gym, bro. I'm Talk gonna, about it, gym, though. <laughs> That's my gym, bro. I don't know. Well, I want to thank you for coming out. For sure, Thank bro. you for giving me this time. You know, yeah. you could been, you could have, you could have been, you could be anywhere else. Right. But you decided to like, be here right now. That's where I'm supposed to be, bro. I know that. And so for so many people to to learn about you and your process and how you got here, it's, it's an incredible journey so far, and it will continue to be an incredible journey. So many great things will happen to you in your life, your team. I can't wait to see what you guys become. Thank you. Because like what you guys are doing now are just like completely groundbreaking for who you are and where you started. Um, so my name is Antonio Knox. That's my name Smith. is Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the Gradient Radio. Wow. <laughs>